Welcome to Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase, a micro podcast series brought to you by the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, your connection for nonprofit news and jobs. In each episode, you will join Jane Page Steiner, owner and publisher of the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News, as she talks with leaders and professionals about topics and issues of interest to the nonprofit community. Tune in as we cut to the chase and help you quickly gain knowledge and insights on important nonprofit issues. Welcome to Nonprofits, Let's Cut to the Chase. I'm your host, Jane Page Steiner. A recent study found that about 20% of nonprofit income is derived from grants. How do grants fit into your overall development plan? How do you evaluate what grants to pursue? When do you know a grant opportunity is the right fit for your organization? How are you navigating the changing expectations of foundations and grant makers in 2021? Today, I'm excited to be speaking with Susan Moss-Pens. She's the grant manager for people working cooperatively and a member of the Greater Cincinnati Chapter of Grant Professionals Association. So welcome, Susan. Thanks for being with us. Oh, Jane, thanks. It's great to be here. So before we get started, I want to remind our listeners to stick around till the end of the podcast when we will hear a fun joke from Susan, as we always like to end with a smile. Also, if you want to learn more about Susan or how to contact Susan, you can go to our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. So Susan, let's jump right in and cut to the chase. You know, we know grant writing is an important part of many nonprofits' revenue development strategy, but, you know, it can take quite a bit of staff time to pursue and write a grant. You know, how does an organization evaluate if pursuing a potential grant is a good use of their resources? Well, that's a really good question. Grant writing is just one piece of the fundraising strategy for a nonprofit organization, but it can be a really critical piece uh, because it, it provides a number of things in addition to the funding. I mean, clearly the funding is important. Uh, it provides financial resources to an organization, uh, but it also can provide visibility and credibility for an organization. So for example, uh, if you receive a grant from a foundation uh, and you publicize that and others see that, they think, wow, you know, that your nonprofit is being recognized and receiving funding from a foundation. And that gives you some credibility in the community. It also gives you this visibility um, because um, they're, they're directing resources towards you. And so if you think about that, like how do you evaluate, because there's a lot of foundations in this, in this area. Mm-hmm. How do you think organizations should go about assessing which foundations they should pursue or develop a relationship with? Uh, Jace, I think it's really important to take a look at really what are the priorities of the foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, foundations are set up to achieve a specific goal. You know, they have an invested interest in uh, some type of change or having some type of impact in the community. And that's, that's their vision, that's their purpose. And they want to partner with nonprofits that can help put that mission or purpose um, into action. So we're looking for ways in which the nonprofit's mission aligns with the mission and purpose of the foundation. So I think that's really important. It's important to not to try to squeeze your round peg into a square hole, you know, to say, gee, maybe we can make our, our work kind of fit what the 
foundation wants. You really are looking for those foundations where there's, there's true alignment. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really important. And so part of that happens by doing your homework. You know, a good grant writer is also a researcher. They take time to really understand the foundation, um, what they're about, what they're trying to achieve, what they've funded in the past. Uh, and, and then to look at what are the things that we're doing as a nonprofit and where is their connection. So what expectations do you think COVID and an increased commitment to racial equity has had on the expectations of foundations and grant makers, Susan? You know, Jane, that is like such a critically uh, important point that you're making. Um, they've had a profound impact and I think it's a lasting impact on, mm-hmm. on how foundations think about their role and think about their impact in the community. Uh, one of the things that happened during the pandemic is you know, the, 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 some of the really basic needs of people were really elevated. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in our community, foundations really stepped up. I mean, many of them really stepped up. They redirected funds. They gave uh, nonprofits a lot of flexibility about how they were going to spend those funds, how long it was going to take them, reporting responses. I mean, there was just so much appreciation on both ends foundations for the work that nonprofits were doing and nonprofits for the flexibility that foundations were giving them with those dollars. So I think part of what happened was this realization that like, well, maybe it doesn't just have to be in the middle of a pandemic, (laughs) that we can have this kind of interchange and the kind of flexibility and funding um, that will help nonprofits to really have an impact. So your perception is those changes are here to stay then? I think there's, here, I think there's a, a, a tidal wave of change happening in the philanthropic community and that it's not going away. It's not going to end suddenly. I think you see it in, in some of the changes that are happening. I've had a number of foundations where they've kind of, after, the, after 2020, they kind of like maybe halted some of their funding and said, you know, we're going to reassess what we're doing. There's been a lot of foundations that have reassessed their priorities. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they've really redesigned. Their board of directors, their board of trustees have really kind of sat down and taken a hard look at how their uh, historical mission and purpose and their processes um, have have changed or need to change in response to the needs of the community. Um, So I think that that's, I think the pandemic has really caused all of us to step back and think about what's really important. What are the needs of the people that we serve? You know, that we're, that's the whole purpose of all of this. Um, and what is the impact we're having them and how can we intensify that impact? And then when you asked about the racial um, inequities, the kind of the elevation of our awareness of racial inequities and its impact on people in our community. Um, again, I think that that's, uh, there are so many nonprofits and foundations that have really stepped back and said, wow, we need to think about this. I see a lot more questions on applications, mm-hmm. specifically asking what the, um, the racial uh, makeup of our board is, of our staff. Do we have representation of clients and the people we serve um, on our boards and committees? So this is, this is new and nonprofits need to be prepared to answer those questions. Before we get back to our interview, need help recruiting experienced and qualified applicants for your nonprofit job openings? Posting your job openings with the Greater Cincinnati Nonprofit News 
will help you reach thousands of experienced nonprofit professionals each week. To learn more, go to our jobs page at jpsnonprofit.com. So around the what we, that you were just talking about with the racial equity, do you think some of the nonprofits from the questions you're sharing, you know, a little bit of soul searching themselves? Sure. You sure. Know? I mean, I think when you think, you know, historically, you know, the uh, fundraising has been and, a, you know, kind of a, a white middle class focus. You know, we, we bring in people into our boards who are um, successful entrepreneurs or successful business people. In our fundraising, we reach out to donors who have historically been white, um, middle class or upper middle class. And I think that we need to start paying attention to our community and the makeup of our community and really looking at how our nonprofits uh, can be have representation of people um, from across our community. And to take a look at the people that we serve and are they represented within our nonprofits? And I think foundations are doing this. Foundations are beginning to really look at the makeup of the people on their boards, the makeup of the people who work within their organizations and the nonprofits that they're supporting to really see if they reflect the people that we're serving. And so you're, are you really seeing literally a change in the kind of questions they're asking on the application. Absolutely. There's changes in the questions on the applications and we as nonprofits need to be prepared to answer those. Can you maybe share, and I know this is sort of a broad question, but maybe a couple of examples of the kind of language that you're seeing that, you know, you know, Hey, maybe you hadn't seen in the past on questions. Sure. Uh, I've seen questions that are asking specifically about the um, racial and ethnic um, makeup of boards. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing questions specifically asking how the voice of the people we serve is being brought to bear on the decision-making processes within our organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're certainly seeing a lot more questions about how we can demonstrate the impact that we're having, not only on the individuals that we serve, but in terms of real social change. Well, would you have any um, sort of tips or recommendations as nonprofits think about writing grants in 2021 is, you know, with these changing expectations, any sort of overall broad tips or recommendations that you might have? I think that we need to step back uh, and take a look at our impact and be really honest about that. What is the impact that we're having on the individuals that we're serving and, and the communities that we're serving? And is the approach that we're taking the most strategic, uh, the most impactful? And how can we increase that impact on the people that we serve? Mm-hmm. I think it's really, I, I think that kind of work is very um, difficult. Um, some organizations are just more elastic. You know, they can, they can adapt more quickly and some, organizations are a little more entrenched and it's more difficult to make those. They're like big ships, you know, trying to to change direction uh, and it's more difficult for them. Um, But I think it's possible and I think it's essential right now. It's not a time of the status quo. It's It's a dynamic time where we have this opportunities to really have a powerful impact. And um, I think that the foundations are there to support that. 
Well, so we're just about, our time's just about up. Do you have any final thoughts before we go to your joke? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I think that as part of grant writing, it's important to really understand the needs of the people that we serve. And that's really a core foundational element of any grant proposal that you write. And this is a time for us um, to sit, step up and listen to the people that we serve, to really understand what it is that will impact their lives and improve the quality of their lives. And for foundations and nonprofits to be responsive to that, because ultimately that is what we're here for. You know, being a grant writer can be kind of a lonely experience, Jane. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes you're the only one in your organization that does any of this work. And so I have found the Grant Professional Association to be a lifesaver for me, mm -hmm. a source of information. Uh, it's a place where I can go with questions, uh, get support, go to conferences, webinars. And we're really fortunate in Greater Cincinnati to have our very own chapter of the Grant Professional Association. So if anyone would like to explore that, um, they can get uh, specific information about our monthly meetings at gcgpa.org. So Susan, are you ready to share your joke? <laughs> uh, yes, I am, Jane. Uh, you know, I just wanted to tell you that the other day my husband told me to stop acting like a flamingo. So <laughs> I put my foot down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where you were going with that until like, oh, she made the get it? it all came around. I like that, Susan. That's good. <laughs> it's kind of silly, yeah. uh, but I love silly jokes. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. And don't forget, it's easy to share our podcast with your colleagues, board members, and volunteers. You can download our episodes on our podcast page on our website at jpsnonprofit.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for Nonprofits Let's Cut to the Chase.